0: Before we get started, I need to mention that the Cyber40 sale is currently still going on. A lot of people stop their sales after Monday. We're not one of those people um, or one of those companies. Through December 7th, you can use promo code Cyber40 and get 40% off any PFF subscriptions. Even if you have a PFF subscription already, maybe you want to get the college addition uh, or you want to upgrade or something like that, use promo code cyber40 to get 40% off that move. Or you're in the giving spirit, Christmas is coming and you want to give someone an awesome gift, use promo code cyber40 and get yourself 40% off that PFF subscription for you or anyone who you love.
1: BFF Daily Betting Podcast, Austin Gale here with my guy, Benjamin Brown, Ben Brown for short, ready to talk a ton of college football. If you're listening to this now, you've already probably watched that North Texas, Louisiana Tech game Thursday night, Air Force at Utah State. We're going to look ahead to the college football slate, specifically the Saturday slate of games. And where I want to start then is going to be our BYU Cougars on, on the road against Coastal Carolina Chanteliers. We'll get to that game soon, but also at the end of the podcast, we will touch on our NFL prize picks. PrizePicks.com is a sick website that you can go for NFL, SEC, college football, college basketball prize picks, where you're picking over-unders on PPR points, points per reception, points in the NFL, also in college football, and you're trying to pick over-unders in that game. You parlay a couple of those and win some money yourself at PrizePicks.com. We'll get to that at the end of the podcast, though, starting with – BYU at Coastal Carolina according to PFF Greenline which is made available in your PFF elite subscription at PFF.com. We don't have a spread for this game yet. It was scheduled late Liberty canceled on Coastal Carolina. So they're able to reschedule this game against BYU. But the number that I've heard been floating around is minus 10 for the BYU Cougars on the road. What's your prediction for this number when it does get made live?
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be a little bit less than that. Uh, I think if you're if it is at ten, I think you got to be on Coastal Carolina at this point. I would probably project this number uh, based on solely on our Elo power ratings and how we kind of you know deviate a points for. For certain teams. I would make this closer to a five point spread. So I think it fits all the way up towards 10. I do think Green Line is going to be on Coastal Carolina at that point. I do think that would probably be the correct side, but uh, this is a quality, quality group of five matchup. I'm excited for it at this point in time. You know, we have uh, two two quarterbacks basically that's in our top 10 of opponent adjusted passing grade uh, really quality receiving units as well and uh, you know probably not a ton of defense at this point in time so I think it's going to be a pretty wild showdown uh, coming up here in, five, uh, in the group of five matchup. so I don't know I'm pretty pumped for it. what are you seeing from this matchup?
1: Dude, it's it's BYU. You gotta look at Zach Wilson, Brady Christensen, the offensive tackle there at BYU is good. Mitt Romney's son is in this game. I think but Gunnar oh Romney, my. whoever it may be. BYU has a ton of talent. I think defensively, they're not the juggernaut they once were when they had the Kafusi brothers, cousins, all those guys on the defensive end. But offensively, we have a quarterback that's going to get drafted in the top five. Not might get drafted, is going to get drafted in the top five. I talked to Jordan Palmer former uh, Cincinnati Bengals quarterback, and now he's coaching a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL. Josh Allen, Kyle Allen, Sam Darnold, Joe Burrow. He sees Zach Wilson as a candidate to get pick number two overall, ahead of Justin Fields, right after Trevor Lawrence. That's how highly he values Zach Wilson. So he's going to go against a Coastal Carolina team that is absolutely – roasted the competition on their schedule so far this is going to be their stiffest competition yet and talking to Seth Galina an analyst here at uh, PFF he loves what Coastal Carolina is doing offensively from a schematic standpoint he thinks it's creative it's new it's attacking defenses in ways that other college football teams aren't I think that's a slight edge that's not going to get weighted into this number that's why I do think if it does come out at minus seven minus eight I'm hammering the Chanteliers at home
0: yeah i definitely think standards are are the correct side even probably all the way down to seven and a half point spread like i said earlier i'd probably make it closer to a six point game so i think if you're getting any value on greater than a touchdown spread uh coastal carolina is definitely going to be the play here but i can't imagine what we're going to get uh, as far as a total at this point in time because these are two offenses that uh haven't been slowed down basically by anybody at this point in time so i don't know i'm excited are you willing to call it the game of the week uh coming up here for week 14 action or not
1: absolutely it's the game of the week. Absolutely. this is gonna be fantastic i think i been saying chandeliers it's the chanticleers not the chandeliers that they're not the light fixture on your ceiling um other games i'm looking at here that i think will be interesting i refuse green line has right now an edge on colorado state plus seven and a half at san diego state i refuse not our aztecs okay that's going to be a boat race but i am looking at ohio state I think there's value on the minus 23 and a half number at Michigan State. I had them picked before their game got canceled the previous week to cover a large spread. I think at Michigan State, they're going to cover this number as well. Justin Fields didn't have a day against Indiana. I liked Indiana in that matchup at plus 21, but going to Michigan State, I think 23 and a half is too small of a number. I also see uh, green line has over a 1% value on Ohio State, 87% of the cash and 81% of the tickets is on Ohio State I'm riding with the Buckeyes this week 12 p.m. start
0: yeah, I, don't, I think you absolutely have to. I do think that there's a little bit of COVID concern with Ohio State Buckeyes, which is probably keeping this line just a little bit condensed. I know Ryan Day is basically not going to be uh, present for the game on Saturday. There are, they are going to be, quote unquote, shorthanded a little bit. We're not quite sure what that looks like. We could get some more details on that Friday, but that might be a spot where you're looking at, you know, some beat writer reporting here on Saturday for Ohio State. But I think, you know, Justin Fields, as long as he's in the lineup, uh, the 23 and a half points is definitely too short. I would make this out close to 24-24, 25. I'm not really buying into what Rocky Lombardi has you know done so far uh, negative 1.14 EPA per pass attempt has you know looked to move the ball downfield pretty um, consistently but hasn't been all that successful doing it so I think you know you got to be with Ohio State at this point in time I do think that the COVID news is probably going to be a little bit overstated once that information actually comes out for how well it's held down the market at this point in time so I think 23 and a half uh, could probably rise here pretty quickly once we get some more concrete information on that so i think you got to be buying into the Buckeyes at this point in time. That's probably one of my favorite bets uh, coming up here on Saturday right now.
1: Let's get ahead of the rise. We, we want to get ahead right. of that line moving. So 23 and a half, let's get,
0: smash it. Get that CLV, baby. You got absolutely, to
1: absolutely. One other game we'll mention before we jump to prize picks and green line. This is another one that we're at green line, which I said you can get in PFF Lee. It's a betting dashboard for every FPS game and every NFL game offering um, percentage projections on the total, the spread, the money line, all that stuff. I have lost a lot of money betting against Ian Book and the Fighting Irish. Yet again, Green Line is telling me there's over a 1% edge on Syracuse, plus 33.5 on the road against Notre Dame, the Golden Domers. 57% of the cash, 69% of the tickets are on Ian Book and the Fighting Irish. But I'm going back to the well. I'm going back to the well and putting a couple units on Syracuse, plus 33.5 at Notre Dame. Here's the thing with Notre Dame. They are a very, very good football team. There is a very high chance they make the college football playoff and potentially do some damage in the playoff. They're not a team offensively that I think puts up these kinds of points. And Syracuse has had some opt-outs defensively where their defense isn't going to be as good. But I don't think they're a team that can beat out another ACC team like Syracuse by over 33.5. I I like plus 33.5 for our orange here this weekend. That's a 2.30 start on Saturday.
0: Yeah, it makes me a little nervous uh Syracuse 129th out of 130 teams in our opponent adjusted offensive grades going up against the fifth ranked uh, defensive unit in the country. I think if Notre Dame gets uh you know a high tur- you know either a pick 6 some sort of you know significant turnover, they're going to probably be able to cover this 33 and a half points. But if You know, Syracuse uh, is able to take care of the football, actually move it just a little bit effectively with Rex Kelpover at quarterback. I do think that they are, you know, somewhat live to at least cover the 33 and a half point spread. But I don't know. I think I've been a little bit higher on the Fighting Irish more so than our model has been so I've kind of been at least avoiding a little bit of the train wreck that has happened with us kind of siding against them at this point in time Uh, George tried to talk me into backing them against Clemson I was like you know I got to go with the fighting Irish at this point in time last week they definitely got the best of me against North Carolina so I think I might for me personally probably be sitting this 33 and a half point ride out because there are a number of other options that I really like coming up here on Saturday
1: all right, jumping to NFL prize picks. Remember, prizepicks.com is where you could bet, parlay multiple PPR over unders in the NFL, college football, basketball, wherever it may be. You're pretty much saying over under a certain fantasy point total. For example, Dalvin Cook, according to prize picks, projected at 23.4 PPR points against the Jacksonville Jaguars on Sunday. You choose over under. And then you could parlay that pick with another pick, Justin Jefferson, at 17 points, over under. And when you parlay enough, you can make some cheddar if all of those hit looking right now for me one of the ones I really like is Darren Waller Las Vegas Raiders tight end going against a very very bad New York Jets team yes on the road 14.0 PPR points projected by Prize picks Nelson Aguilar just missed his second day of practice today now targets have to go somewhere and I know Derek Carr likes Nelson Aguilar and Hunter Renfro as two receiving targets in that offense I think with Aguilar out I don't see a huge influx of rugs targets i see waller eating over the middle of the field at the tight end position i like over darren waller 14.0 ppr points
0: yeah i like that as well he is popping up in our uh blow up model for dfs he was the guy that i really like last week kind of disappointed me a little bit but i do think this is a spot where you do need to go back to the well on darren well darren waller for you know some of the reasons that you touched on but i do think he could have you know a pretty significantly long touchdown Uh, against the Jets, you know, horrendous secondary at this point. So that's a spot that I definitely like. One that I am going to be fading off of his best performance, maybe of his career, David Montgomery, 15.0 fantasy points. I'm going under that. Uh, I do think Detroit's probably going to get out to a lead here. I do kind of like them to cover um, on the spread. So I think David Montgomery probably won't be as involved and a lot of his production. Came on one run last week and then in garbage time. So if he doesn't get in the end zone, I think he's going to have a really difficult time uh, getting over 15 fantasy points. So I'm definitely going under on David Montgomery. Uh, give me your last one that you got here, at Austin. Derrick
1: Henry under 20.6 PPR points against the Cleveland Browns. I think Tennessee is going to have to score to win this game. They can't afford to control the clock and watch Derrick Henry cook. I think they're going to have to put the ball in the air. They refuse to throw to this guy. He gets z- very little receptions in every game. Even though that rushing touchdown they called this past week, I thought that was a receiving touchdown. They ended up calling that a run for Derrick Henry. That just goes to show he does not catch the football. He does not catch passes. But with Derrick Henry twenty point six PPR points I'm going under I think they're not going to have the opportunity to have a truly balanced offense a true big rushing attack and I think also Browns are going to sell out to stop the run it's what you have to do against Derrick Henry in December I think under twenty point six PPR points is where I'm leaning as my second pick
0: Yep, I like that. I like that quite a bit, actually. And I think in saying that, uh, another one that I like from that game, I kind of like Jarvis Landry over 12.6 yes. uh, fantasy points. I do think that he's uh, in the spot. He's getting a, just a significant amount of the team target share. I do think that Cleveland is going to have to throw the ball uh, in order to be successful offensively, so I am going over his fantasy points projection. I do think that he's going to be able to uh, bring it home for us. So, I don't know. I feel like we got some locked-in prize picks plays I'm, coming up I'm here still, for Sunday. I'm pumped, huh? Might have
1: to change the podcast on to locks only, because That's all we have. That's all we have. Uh, But always a pleasure, man, to get on this one. It's great that we're not doing it at 12 at night after Thursday Night Football Matchup, but always fun with you, Ben. Uh, Until next week, Austin Gale, Ben Brown, the PFF Daily Betting Podcast.